And we're going. Oh okay, so this is Beyond the Red Zone. Welcome to Beyond the Red Zone. This is crazy. Uh, I guess we kind of got to get started. That's true. So, yeah, we... First game of the week. So prepared. So Bill, Bill's Vikings, uh, 33-30. That was actually... That, that game that was game, true, that, insane. Probably game of the year. Probably game of the year. So, so I mean, I've heard people were saying the game of the century. Like, that was one of the crazy... Like, I don't know about game of the century. It was good. I, I don't know. I mean, the... The way that I mean, seventeen point comeback. Mm. Josh Allen with probably going to be the biggest fumble in the whole of the whole season. He had a bad game. Like it was just the the game was just so crazy to watch. But see, I mean, you look at what happened the entire week. This whole week of football was just mind boggling. Mm-hmm. High scoring games, crazy comebacks. I mean, it was just yeah, it was a good week of football. Really good week of football. Very entertaining week. So I mean, the, I mean, the, the, the there's two takeaways. I mean, I think from this. I mean, Jay Jetta's officially the wide receiver one in the league. Has to be. He he has he, to be. I, I mean, hold on. Let's see. What what did he put up? So he put up um, 10 catches, 193 yards, and a touchdown, uh, which put him at 35 fantasy points. Against a Bills defense. A- against one of the best defenses. And in the Kirk Cousins didn't even play good. I yeah, mean, he, he – the, the Well, fact, he had uh, good yardage. He had 357. Good, good, but good yardage, I mean, thirty for fifty completion percentage. I mean, that if you're gonna throw fifty passes, you got You can't be throwing only making thirty of them count. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. one to two touchdown int ratio. It's just mid. Uh, I mean, Kirk Cousins is. The, I mean, the most mediocre quarterback. He he know. is the definition of mediocre. Yes. But the fact that Jay Jettis has been producing so much with so little. He's an all-time talent. That he, he, I mean, the, like, and another big story of this game was that the the trade the Vikings gave the Bills. Uh, Stephon Diggs, and which mm-hmm. let the Vikings get Jay Jettas. Yeah, I mean, from watching the game, it looks like the Vikings might have won that trade. I I would say that they probably did, but I mean, hindsight's twenty twenty. The Bills obviously didn't know the pick that they were giving up was going to get yeah. him Jay Jettas, and I mean, um, they actually got a huge steal because uh, the Eagles, which is actually in the next game, they picked Jalen R- uh, Rager or Rager Ooh. right before. <sighs> So the Vikings kind of got a gimme. I would say that they probably did win the trade because Justin okay. Jefferson is just one of the best I mean, receivers he, we've seen in a long time. I mean, from from what I can tell, the dude, there's no sign of slowing down. This dude is like just. It. But I mean, Josh Allen, on the goal line, he just got the ball back on the goal line, like that is. I mean, I mean, the Bills' defense is a huge part to play in the loss. The mm-hmm. Bills' defense just completely, just completely sold. Yeah, they did. But they sold. The f- the fumble on the goal line is what gave the game away. It is. They they would have had a chance if they didn't fumble on the it, goal line. It, it's and it, it's like Josh Allen. I mean, everyone knew he was he was injured coming in. There was like a borderline game time decision that they were going to yeah, start. He, I don't. He, pro- he most likely wasn't going to play up until they decided a game time, which they should, probably should have sat him. Yeah. Knowing how poorly he played and he's injured, they should have just sat him. Gave I mean, it to I'm Matt sure he was listening. He was listening as a backup. Like I'm pretty sure hours before the game he was. He and then, was. Then they just they said you know we'll start him and then it, I mean because I mean now who knows I mean the Vikings eight and one, just one of the I mean if not the best team in the NFL yeah maybe I, I, I would mean, say they probably so now the question is though if if you start your backup I don't who is who is Buffalo's backup quarterback I think Matt Barkley, um, that's my this really really bad proving proving my point proving my point. so that it makes sense why they would have started him. But I just oh, hope that I'm the seeing, injury I'm doesn't s- linger. I'm seeing Case Keenum right now. Case Keenum is Matt Barkley on the team? I don't. I don't see his name. Mm. I thought Matt Barkley. Barkley but was either, but either way, so the question, like, even though they lost the game, 
did the Bills make the right decision starting Josh Allen? I would I would say that they probably did just because like even though he had a bad game, he still is one of the best, if not the yeah. best quarterback. He's still Josh Allen. So yeah. he's still Josh Allen. Like he still had a good game rushing. He had um I think like fourteen yards of carry yeah, on the ground. Good. So even in his bad games, he still plays good. Exactly. It's, Even in his bad games, he still. I mean, he was great. playing poorly. The Bills still they still had the game won. It they was did. Up seventeen. They did. It's and it was just um, it was the 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 two costly turnovers. The fumble on the goal line is what set the game up for the Vikings to come mm-hmm. back. And then in overtime, the Bills were driving back and were about to take the game, but then that through that interception to Pat Pete yeah. right in the end zone. That that it, was one of the worst. Um, I actually was watching that part of the game. I only got a watch the end of it but that was bad yeah, that yeah. was really bad i mean i think i mean to wrap it up josh Allen said it best he said losing sucks yeah <laughs> he no said kidding. losing sucks losing I mean, sucks especially being the bills i mean you you start off the season so hot and now the They're afc down now the afc east is heating up two game losing streak i mean i i still think that they will probably win the division um i don't think it i don't think it's I think it's a little too early I mean, to say that I mean, they're... You don't, don't lose hope in them, but I think there's definitely yeah. some red flags starting to show up. A little bit popular. And honestly, in my opinion, this game is gonna is probably going to get talked about more than that because the Eagles... Oh, yes. The what? E- that was really, really bad. So I'm looking... Um, Taylor Heineke didn't even have a good game. The, he, he didn't he, even throw a touchdown, did he? No, he didn't. He didn't even have a good game. No, nobody on the... Like, on the commanders even had that great of, that great of a game. Brian Robinson, he, he had a decent game. Um, only 3.3 yards of carry, but he had 86 yards of a touchdown. Oh, actually, Terry McLaurin. Almost forgot about Scary Terry here. How can you, dude, eight receptions, 128 dude. yards. No touchdown, though. No just, touchdown, but, I mean, this is what, they, they just signed to spend so much money. And Scary Terry hasn't been really doing much of anything this season. But against the 8-0 card, the 8-0 Eagles, this man decides that he's, he's like, you know, I'm going to pop off today. I mean, look at Heineke, seventeen for twenty nine, two hundred eleven yards and ninety. Yeah, that's that's crazy. That is the that, that I wouldn't even say that's a mid game. I say that's a like that's a pretty poor game. It is a poor game, but like, the thing is, is he did enough to make them win. Commando's defense showed out, and their kicker um, put up fourteen points. So fourteen of their thirty two points are to him. So all props to Joey yeah. Sly for that. I mean, dude. Because he, he's the only one. And then Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson both had touchdowns on the ground. But that was it. Their offense was terrible. Their defense just showed up when they needed to. Um, Derek Forrest had a pretty good, you know, interception that definitely helped the Eagle or the Commanders seal the game. Jalen Hurts, really bad game, only 175 yards, two touchdowns and a pick. Yeah. You got you got to do more. He didn't even – he had a touchdown on the ground, but only 28 yards. He didn't – it wasn't too effective on the ground. He should have ran the I ball mean, more. A lot of people are giving a lot of the credit to the reps, but, I mean, yeah, the the wide receiver one for the Eagles this week was Quez Watkins. Yeah, that – Four receptions, 80 yards. Devontae Smith, six receptions, 39 yards, 6.5 yards per reception. At least he had a touchdown. He, he did get a touchdown grab. Saw the touchdown, but I mean, the 6.5 yards for Devontae Smith has been very disappointing this season. He's been yeah. consistently – Mediocre, which has been extremely disappointing for him. I mean, Dallas Goddard, three receptions for twenty-three yards and a touchdown. That's the, a decent game for a tight end. I mean, but it's I mean, for a tight end, that is that is a decent game. But for yeah. Dallas Goddard, I'm expecting so much more. Especially with how he's been playing. He's recently. been playing so good this Would've season. Would have expected more. Jaylen, yes. I mean, Jalen Hurts still had a great fantasy game. But he did. He still had um, twenty-something points fantasy. But but sometimes it's 
being good on fantasy doesn't translate to being good on the field. No, definitely not. He had a great fantasy game, but I mean, you can have a good fantasy game in a very. I mean, MVP candidate. Your team is was looking. I I wouldn't say he's MVP candidate anymore. I mean, I I would say he's probably fallen out of the race a little bit. Well, I mean, but everyone was praising this dude from game Mm -hmm. one this season, and the Eagles were. I mean, on eight and zero. I mean, who? This is the first time I believe in their entire franchise history they started off a season eight and zero. Probably, I would would think so. Yeah. And then to lose it, not only to a, a team, they lost it to the Washington Commanders. Well, actually, that brings up the question, like, are they frauds? Because if, if you look at their schedule and who, who they've played and beat, beat the Lions, they did beat the Vikings, but primetime Kirk Cousins. Primetime so Kirk Cousins. He never, never wins. Um, then they beat the Commanders earlier in the year, beat the Jags, beat the Cardinals, who suck, beat the Cowboys, who are decent, Steelers suck, beat them, Texans suck, and then they lost to the Commanders. So, I mean, I mean that, the Cowboys game that they beat the Cowboys, I'm pretty sure they faced Cooper Rush. I think, yeah, they did. Uh, I mean, Dak was out at that time. And whenever they faced the Commanders, they faced Carson Wentz. So, I mean, if you look at it this entire season, the Eagles haven't, I mean, aside from maybe the Vikings, but with primetime Kirk, I don't think the Eagles have even really had a difficult opponent. Yeah, I, I would I would agree with you on that for I mean, sure. The commanders have struggled so much this they entire have. season. Yeah, they have. And then to come into Philly, drop thirty yeah, plus. That, that's another thing. It was a it was a home game for Philly. Their home crowd is one of the crazy. They have some of the best. I don't know if you call it the best, but I mean it's, it's wild. One of the, one, I mean, one of the loudest stadiums. Yeah, exactly. The thing is, is for the Washington Commanders. I mean, not the Commanders are now five and five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Slowly trying to sneak back into being mediocre. I mean, they were. I I think they could sneak into um, I mean, a wild card spot if they continue to play well. Their defense is showing out. I mean, they're they've been playing. The fact, but the, the thing is, Washington comes in to Philly, division rival, eight and zero. Jalen Hurts, who was looked at as an MVP candidate, Dallas Goddard, one of the best tight ends in the league. AJ Brown, who's been having one heck of a season, and to shut all of that down, drop thirty and walk out. Exactly. They, I mean, this they, is unbelievably embarrassing for the Eagles. Exactly. I mean, there's nothing else to say for it. When the guy you traded for, um, AJ Brown, per, a few premier picks, like they didn't, they didn't get him for free. No. He only gets one catch or seven yards against That's, the Commanders. They have to find a way to get him involved, and they have been. But for whatever reason, today, he I mean, he just couldn't get over. It, it's just it's one of those things where it's like the Bills lost a 17 point lead to the Vikings. Mm. But it, we're it's we're like it's the Bills. Don't don't worry. They're still, they're still the Bills. Yeah, and the, the Vikings Eagles, are good. So the Eagles were eight and zero, and they lose one game. And I'm getting a bunch of red flags. Like maybe these guys are frauds. I think I don't think that it's too crazy to say that they are. I mean, I still think with them being eight and one, that's still a crazy record. They'll yeah. definitely still make the playoffs. But if they do, I, mean, I think round one or round two actually. Yeah, they're, they're, I don't think they'll make the NFC I think if, championship. unless they change something, because their whole team fell apart. It um, was embarrassing. Unless they can like use this game to try to fix their holes, there's no way the Eagles make the Super Bowl. And which is yeah, which is crazy mm-hmm. because I mean at, at the start of the season the way it was looking, everyone Super Bowl thought favorites. Everyone thought the Eagles were taking this thing, were yeah. taking it home. Yeah. But I mean now the Eagles, I mean. Now the, it, it it is just one game, so you kind of have to. Um, I mean, yeah, well, your margin for error, but yeah, margin for error. But I'm just saying, if if it's, if, it, if they lose like this to the Bills, okay. If they but lose the like this to the Chiefs, okay. Yeah. Uh, if you lose like this to the Jets, I'm like, okay. Yeah, because the the Jets have been actually I mean, pretty decent. So. But to the Commanders, 
That is that is astoundingly bad. We gotta move on. We're taking. We're we're we're. Where are we at next? Bucks, Bucks Seahawks. Seahawks. Uh, not too much to say about that game. Germany. Germany game. Um. Nah. Yeah. Ger- well, actually, the crowd for Germany was insane. Um, and they sing uh, country. Yeah, they they sing country roads take me home. I mean, um, John Denver does he make that song? I don't know. That's besides the point. <laughs> but um, Tom Brady lining up as the receiver, as we have for our other segment. Yeah, I don't. I don't that, even... that was embarrassing. Um, <laughs> dude's 42, 40, Is he forty five? He's like 45, 46 years old. And listen, here's he's, the thing. He's forty two. The man, plus. the man was slow. Was the slow, Was like one of the slowest people on draft combines. Had had twenty yes. something years to his age, and you're like, let's line this man up a wide receiver. I don't know what they were thinking. The, um, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Byron Leftwich was out of his mind for calling that play. Um, I, I and the best part about it is that he slipped. He I fell, mean, and then Tariq Woolen, who has been having an insane rookie year, um, got the pick. So that's really I mean, all there's to say about that game. I mean, yeah, I mean that the people from Germany gave him like one of those little, the pants that the German <laughs> yeah. soldiers wear. Yeah. And then Tom Brady, in the most awkward way possible, was like, "Thank you, thank, thank you. you." I'm like, dude, they're trying to like honor you. I know. Unbelievable. Keep moving. Cowboys, Packers. Um, what Cowboys? Come on. Yeah, Cowboys are six and three, so they have been decent. But I'm looking right here, they put up zero points to the Packers, fourteen in the fourth quarter. That you have to put some if they put if they put any points up in the fourth quarter it's game over they just sold in the fourth this quarter. This is another thing where it's like the Cowboys. I mean the Cowboys haven't been great this season. Cooper Rush. They've been they've been decent. They, they've, they've been they've been pretty okay. Yeah. Again, it's not that they lost a fourteen point lead. It's who they lost it to. The Packers haven't been able to do anything whatsoever this season. It's, it's been embarrassing. I mean they started calling him Aaron Rodgers. Exactly. Because um, I mean one of the this has been. One of the worst Packer seasons, and in a while, like I mean, it in quite a long time. But I mean, for the Cowboys to come back, I mean, for the Cowboys to come to to, to Green Bay, Mike McCarthy the big return, and then to blow a fourteen point lead in the fourth quarter, and then not not only that, then you get to run midfield during overtime, yeah. go yeah. forward on fourth down, and then you miss it, and then the pa- you they gave the Packers the game right there. I mean, the thing is. Aaron Rodgers has had one of the, I'd say, if not one of the worst, the worst season of his career. Um, he was pretty rough in his early years. But I, mean, but, I mean, I mean, especially in coming off of back to back MVPs. The, I mean, this you know, it is really bad for him. Yeah. I mean, but he's still Aaron Rodgers. Well, you, he, that he is still Aaron Rodgers. He had three touchdowns, no picks. He had a phenomenal game. I mean, and the thing is that I mean, phenomenal game, but you, it's it's Aaron Rodgers. Everyone knows. There's like the select four, three or four quarterbacks you cannot leave the window open for. Brady, we, probably. We learned Brady. Rodgers, Mahomes. And I'd say potentially Allen, too. Um, well, he, he's Unless he's 0 and 4 in OT in his career. If, well, I mean, so I, I'll, I'll talk, I'll talk like, like, in, like if it's a game winning drive. Unless you're on the goal line. If you're on the Maybe goal line. Goal line, you don't want Allen. Trade Allen. Allen. <laughs> to get him, get, out get of him for whatever yeah. you can. But I mean, you can't leave the window open for Aaron Rodgers like that. Yeah. No matter how bad of a season he's having, he's still Aaron Rodgers. And I mean, Christian Watson. He, dude, I don't. Four catches, three touchdowns for 107 with a 26.8 average. This man torched absolutely. I don't know who covered him. If it, I want to say it's Trayvon Diggs just because we all like to hate on Trayvon Diggs. Everyone hates Trayvon Diggs. But he, he's actually been playing well this year. But whoever, whoever was on him that game, cut him. Cut him. I mean, yeah. But I mean, but the thing is, the the Cowboys blew fourteen point lead the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. terrible. But 
let's still give credit where credit's due. CeeDee Lamb, 11 yes. receptions, yeah. 150 yards, two touchdowns. That's that's the one thing. Him and Pollard are the only two things that you can look at from the Cowboys' point of view and be happy about. If I'm the Cowboys right now, the way Tony Pollard's been playing, I'm saying, what do you, what, what do you guys want to give us for Zeke? Um, Tony Pollard, I think, mm-hmm. has definitely answered himself as the best running back on the Cowboys team. Zeke has not lived up to what people thought he was going to. I mean, he's a good I mean, running back. Well, usually the issue with Zeke is um, he's kind of like, same thing with like Najee Harris. They're having a, a, a Trent Richardson moment where they're just kind of forgetting their vision. And that's happened to Zeke at some points this year. You've seen him during some of the play and like, dude, there was a hole open. Why didn't he yeah. hit it? But sometimes that just happens. That happens with every running back. But I do think Tony Pollard has been outplaying him, and he kind of outplayed him last year a little bit too. He's been getting the bulk yeah. of the carries. Zeke didn't even play this game. I don't know if he was hurt. I, mean, I, I don't know. But I, mean, I would say Tony Pollard is definitely the best running back on the Cowboys I think right the now. Cowboys, they're going to have to look at starting Tony Pollard going. Like even they, they should. Zeke is really good as like a third down option, you know, a backup coming just to relieve. Um, but I think they should flip the roles because usually they start Zeke and then have Pollard come off the bench as a relief. They need to flip that. Yeah. They need Pollard to start, be there first, second down, um, yeah. and then have Zeke come in for short yardage, third down situations. I mean, Zeke still is not a bad running back. No, he, he would start on probably like 10 other teams. I mean, but Tony Pollard has just been so much better than he has. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, if you're the Cowboys in this instance, it doesn't matter. You blew a 14-point in the fourth quarter. Is it, like, it's really not, it's the Cowboys, though. It, like this isn't it is, that it is. surprising. I mean, it's the Cowboys and 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 Lambeau Field. <clears throat> that's that's why I think there's a little bit more room for latency. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers has something to prove. The Cowboys blew a 14 point lead, but I mean, it's, it's still it's bad, but it's not as bad as what the Eagles did. That's I don't think anything will ever be as bad as what the Eagles. The Eagles. Did. Um, so I, th- I think we've dogged on the Cowboys enough. Yeah, enough. Yeah. Uh, we can move on to the Colts Raiders. The one thing I have to say is Jeff Saturday. I, this, I mean, the, dude, the, the, like, honestly, that's the only thing you can talk about in this game. Yeah, pretty much. Is um, well, <laughs> Matt Ryan um, had a pretty good game rushing, um, so a lot of me was going around saying he's a you know thirty eight year old running back some, or whatever. Some would say he's better than Lamar Jackson. I mean, um, honestly, I would definitely disagree. I think he could outrun Justin Fields if you gave him the right, the right, the right chance. He, he's got a little bit of speed on him, a little bit, I mean, but he's he's old and he's white, so you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's this, white. this man ain't going nowhere. Yeah, he ain't going nowhere. I mean, we're passing the ball. Um, twenty-one for twenty-eight, twenty-two and a touchdown. But that's actually a decent game though. So Jeff Saturday came in as the head coach after Frank Wright's firing. Um, everybody thought, you know, this man hasn't. No, he push. didn't coach college or NFL. That, High school football was the last time he coached, and he lost in his last coaching game as a high school football coach but he came in he gave Matt Ryan the starting job over Sam Ellinger after Frank Wright benched Ryan a yeah. few weeks back Ryan played good Jonathan Taylor came back and he played insane. great 22 um, 47 and a touchdown if, if you're the Colts you're, you're very happy with us with what with what happened and the fact that I mean I think honestly it's, I don't want to get my hopes too high for the Colts yeah Jeff started coming as coach I want to cheer for them again mm-hmm. but Still the Colts. Yeah, still, still. You the still Colts. have a coach with no, no like it's not I, the no thing, yeah. little coaching experience, and it's it was against the Raiders, so you can give them credit where credit's yeah. due. But the Raiders are terrible, so I think know. if I'm the Raiders, and I I've been seeing a lot about this, Josh McDaniels was probably the worst head coaching hire in recent memory. 
I don't know about only, worst, but pretty bad, yeah. Only because the Raiders hired this guy, was going to hand him the keys to the kingdom. They thought this dude, I mean, he's been under Bill Belichick for so long. The dude, hold on, that's that's the thing though. Most coaches that come out from under Bill Belichick suck when they're on their own. That's just a fact. If you look at coaches who, the most the recent example, and, and some of the players, I guess you could I mean, say, from, come out Brady. of the, Aside from Brady, some players who come out of the scheme. Yeah. Because um, that's just because Bill Belichick is probably the best, the best coach of all time. So this isn't really that surprising for me that McDaniels has, has sucked as a head coach. I kind of expected it, honestly. But I wouldn't have called 2-7 and seven for the Raiders. No. Um, they are a dumpster fire. Um, they're, actually, after this loss, their owner was praising Josh McDaniels. Like, um, he was saying that he still thinks he's doing great as a coach. Yeah. I, I don't know what they that's just, about. They just promised him his job, not only through this season, but they said that you're not going to get fired through the next season. Basically. You so won, you they, won two games. You're yeah. one of the worst teams in the entire league. Um, I, th- I think they – oh, the Texans, Texans, actually, the Texans. Gosh, um, Texans. The only thing takeaway from the Raiders from this game – Carr had a decent game, but I think they're definitely going to yeah. draft their quarterback. It's Carr's time's up. Josh Jacobs had a good game as usual. Um, Devontae Adams, yeah, amazing game. Right, Foster Moreau, stepping in for injured Darren Waller, had a good game. That was surprising. Their defense sold as usual. Nothing really to take okay. away from the defense. That, that's, I mean, that's with this game, it was like, a how does a coach with no college, no pro coaching experience come in and face a coach that was under Bill Belichick for years, yeah, years, and then beat him in Las Vegas. Uh, I, it's it's a little ridiculous. Um, unbelievable. And did you see um, a month like over a month ago? Jeff Saturday tweeted that the Raiders suck. Yeah. And then he beats them as a head I coach mean, a month later. That's a little funny. But I mean, now if you're Jeff Saturday, now you got every Colts every Colts fan just went, "This is our guy." Because every which Colts, is very bad. Because exactly. I still don't think Jeff Saturday will be a good yeah, coach. Jeff Saturday, so. I mean, he's a good player. He was actually really, 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 really good really center, amazing, amazing player. player but does that mean that you give him the head coaching job of your franchise? I do think that was a little, um, a I little mean, crazy to give him the keys. But. I mean, I will say this though, I think right now Jeff Saturday is the only coach in the NFL that has never lost a game as head coach. That is true. I mean, um, that is true. So we'll give him that credit, and with that, we will move on to the Chargers and Niners. Um, I mean. It, uh, Justin Herbert had an insane throw. Um, it was like a super like sidearm. He like twisted his body, threaded the needle. Other than that, he didn't have that great of a game. Um, Austin Eckler sold big time. Um, that's just that's, that's about it. I mean, it's, there's just there's not much to talk about other than the fact that really the 49ers are a little overrated. I would say. I mean, here's here's what I'll say that this is what, this is what I'll say to this. They traded for Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey, I mean, even he's he's injury prone, he kind of is off and on. This dude, I thought was gonna flourish in the 49ers offense. He did for one game. Fourteen carries for thirty-eight yards. He got outran by Elijah Mitchell, who came. This is his first game back. Um, pretty big injury. His first game back, or is it his? I think it's his first game back. I hope I'm not wrong on that. Um, but anyway, first game back, and he got absolutely outran. McCaffrey, that's just... It, I mean, it wasn't I even close. It wasn't even Elijah close Elijah Mitchell had four more carries. What is that? 51 more yards? Yes. That. His average was... He had 2.2 more yards per average than, mm-hmm. than McCaffrey did. That's... Yeah. I mean, and then, I mean, Jimmy G. 
Maybe maybe I said Mike Evans. I messed you up. That could have been my bad. And then and then Mike Williams. If I said Mike Kenan Evans, Allen I meant Mike and Mike Williams. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Both hurt. I mean, it's just the Chargers have. I, I think that their hopes of making it deep in the playoffs this year are right. gone. Yeah. Their hopes of making the wild card are still alive, but I mean a I little bit. They're in. They're in the hunt, but I wouldn't be surprised if they miss. I, I wouldn't mean, be surprised. At this moment, I'm taking teams like the Pats, the Bengals. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely the Jets. Like teams mm-hmm. right now that are like. Still, like, Pats, Bengals, and then they're still kind of struggling, but they're on the, they're on the way up. Them. But the Chargers Maybe and Maybe not the Pats, I kind of disagree with you on that. I, but. The way that it's looked, the Pats are, I think, are fake. Are just, they need to figure out the offense. We'll, we won't get started on this. Did, 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 did they this, go this week? No, Bengals no, okay. and Pats both had a they bye. They both had a bye. Don't okay. worry, next week we'll get Panthers, really, I think you say uh, Dante Foreman and great defense. Okay. I mean, the, yeah, Hawkins Panthers is really good game. Browns, Dolphins, Browns suck. <laughs> the Browns usual. suck. I mean, um, Tua, and I mean, the Dolphins are, well, I think, after Tua got hurt, they kind of started to take a dip, but I think now the Dolphins are showing that. With Tua, with Tyreek, with Jalen Waddle. They're figuring out, for sure. And they're, with McDaniels, they're definitely like a team to be reckoned with. Yeah. Lions, Bears. Fields. Justin. Justin Fields. Fields. That, I, it's funny because like, at the start of the season, everyone's like, okay, let's see what he can do. And as the season progressed, everyone was like, this dude is the worst quarterback in the league. Yeah, he looked rough for a little bit. And then, like, four games later, they're, all of a sudden, he's, like, being praised by yeah. everybody because he's just he's popping off. Really? Mostly on the ground, though. Um, I mean, through the air, he had a pick. but other He had a decent game through the air, but on the ground, I believe he broke the all-time single-game rushing record for a quarterback. Um, I'm pretty sure he I mean, beat, broke Vic's record. Two touchdowns, 147 yards on the ground. If you got this guy in fantasy, you are yeah, very, yeah, yeah. very happy. Um, I mean, and th- I mean, th- he had like a sixty-something-yard touchdown run, didn't he? Uh, yeah, he did. Game. Pretty like, sure he did. Like, I mean, this dude. I mean, as a quarterback, it's still mid. Twelve for twenty, one sixty-seven, two touchdowns, yeah, ninety. Yeah. But the mm-hmm. thing is, is that when you take that, but then you also have to look at his thirteen carries, one hundred forty-seven yards, two touchdowns, like you said. Yeah. I mean, so as a quarterback alone, he's not all that great. But you know who else? People say the same thing. Lamar Jackson. True. I think True. just. I think. But I think he he has a better. Well, I don't know because Lamar has a really good arm too. But I don't know. I think Justin Fields, it play does Lamar Jackson better than Lamar does. The like um, he he's a, maybe. He, I mean clearly Lamar won an MVP though. So you can even though he he well, still I'm, has been having. Well, a good I'm saying season. Justin Fields is better is doing Lamar better because, the fact that he's a running back that also throws sometimes. I um, mean. The dude had almost as he had twenty yards less carrying, as a quarterback he almost yeah, had as many crazy. yards running than he did yeah, passing. That is, I mean, but the fact that the Bears still lost. Yeah, that the their defense. That's really all you can say. Um, horrible defense, and they traded away with Roquan Smith, so it got even worse. Yeah, it's, that. it's it's. There's nothing even like promising. I mean, Cole um, Kmet. And like four receptions, seventy four yards, and two touchdowns. Had yeah, Cole Komet had a good game. Mooney had a good game. game. Um, it, it, you can't even say honestly. I don't even know what to say about their defense. The, it's uh, just, Jack Sanborn had two sacks. Other than him, everyone is saying that you know if you can just surround Justin Fields with the right talent, then he'll he'll flourish and he'll be no, one of the best quarterbacks. He needs a defense. But get the, this man. A but defense. the issue is this. What I'm saying is, by the time you get Justin Fields enough talent, I mean they have. Cole Komet, many is, holes to fill. Cole Komet, I mean, is a good... I mean, he's only like... He's what, all right. He's like, what, 24, 25? Uh, I think it's his second year, so he's probably like 24, yeah. 24, so, 24. I mean, 
a young tight end that I mean had a really good game, but I mean, he's I think he's still in the learning curve. So trying to I mean because he also hasn't had that many targets because he hasn't really had Fields throwing the ball that much. I mean Darnell Mooney's a good receiver. I mean Chase Claypool one reception eight yards that was his Claypool though that was a, that was a great trade by the Bears. I mean you traded for second round pick second round pick for Chase That's Claypool outrageous. I mean, Dante um, Pettis, a reception, nine yards. Byron Pringle, a reception, 12 yards. I they, mean, they need another receiver. Um, really good backfield, needs some offensive line help, and then they just straight up need a defense. They have no defense, and they definitely are, are, are struggling at the receiver spot. For sure. I mean, the Lions are the Lions. Um, yeah, they're just the Lions. Jared Goff. DeAndre Swift, six carries for six yards. Um, he's still a little banged up, though. But he did have a touchdown. Amon Ross St. Brown had a good game. So. Amon, yeah, Amon Brown had a good game, but I mean... Aiden Hutchinson had a good game, so did Julian Okora. Um, but there, there's not really much to say about this game. It was just uh, Jared Goff staying, staying mid. DeAndre Swift, trying, I mean, can't really come off the injury as fast as he wanted to. Yeah. And Amonor St. Brown. I mean, that's been the story of the Lions franchise. Just Amonor St. Brown. Sure. Amonor St. Brown's really good. DeAndre Swift can't stay healthy, and the Lions can't get a quarterback. Yep. That's, that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, Broncos, Titans. <coughs> I never. Broncos are horrible. Um, I never know what the Broncos. I never know. Because, I mean, they were, they were leading that game for a good little bit of it. And um, then, yeah, so up until halftime, they were leading. And then they put up zero points in the second half. Um, if you put up zero points in the second half, you're 99% yeah. of the time going to lose. Yeah. So, um, Russell Wilson's high knees aren't helping him at all. <laughs> his uh, plane workouts on the way back 50, from London aren't helping him. 50% completion percentage, which for a quarterback, not Horrible. Good. That is terrible. That, that's, it's, no, you can't have that. 286 yards is pretty good. One-to-one touchdown INT ratio. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're Russell, need, you're Russell Wilson. I don't... He should, he should be running a little bit more. Seven for eight, that's very disappointing. They have no running game. No. With um, Melvin Gordon just being mid. Melvin, yeah, and I mean, then uh, Javante Williams being injured, so... I mean, the, the, a good question is what... I mean, what happens if Javante Williams stays healthy this season? I, I mean, think they would be better. I think they'd be like... Five and four instead of like four and six. They're right they're now they're three and six. I mean, but or yeah, three and six. That, I mean, people are already calling for the Broncos to clean house. I mean, they've been calling for that for just because like, how bad Russell Wilson is. He's Russell, making he just, Gino. Russell Wilson just he he can't he can't play no run game. They're, I mean, well their defense their defense <coughs> is like kind of elite. Honestly, their defense is they're very they well, have regularly. a very good yeah. defense. Um, they just can't figure it out on offense. No, and then I mean they held Derrick Henry to nineteen carries for fifty three yards. If you, if you're able to stop Derrick Henry like that, and then well, um, Nick Westbrook had like an yeah. unbelievable game for no reason. Westbrook's, but, Westbrook's this year have been popping off for no reason. Yeah, it, I mean it's just I mean your defense shuts down Derrick Henry, but I think one of the biggest takeaways from the Titans, although Ryan Tannehill is not an elite quarterback. You need this guy. No, I mean, especially just Malik Willis hasn't been playing that well. He needs more he, time to yeah. develop. So I mean, they're Ryan, fine with Tannehill for I now. Mean, I Ryan Tannehill said he's like, it's not my job to mentor the young guy because Ryan Tannehill still says he has stuff left to give to the team as a starter. Nineteen for thirty six, which is not a great completion percentage. That's but they won though, and he had he had two hundred fifty five yards, yards two yeah. touchdowns. I mean, can't, I mean, when most of the time, whenever Tannehill doesn't play, Henry picks it up. When Henry doesn't play, Tannehill picks it up. Yes. I just the the issue I think with Titans is, you you need to get Henry and Tannehill to both play good on the on, at the same time, which I think has been their only struggle this season. I mean the yeah. Broncos, 
My hope the Broncos is. just, I mean, the whole AFC West, except for the Chiefs. Except, yeah, except for yeah. the Chiefs. Very, very, very disappointing. Well, I, hope, I hope it's um, not the window. Go ahead. If win. any team who plays the Broncos, I would probably start the defense in fantasy. Yeah. I'd probably just start the defense. doesn't matter who. Does, it doesn't matter if it's the Texans' defense. Yeah, I mean, start yeah, it. The Broncos just, they, they struggle. And it, it's sad to see because everyone thought the Broncos were like, again, they thought the Broncos, they thought Because on paper, they looked really good coming yeah. into the season. But, I mean, it also doesn't help Jerry Judy. Yeah, um, injury could, could be could be a big one. Yeah. Could be a big one. I mean, luckily, I was facing a guy that had him in fantasy, so I got a little luckily, excited. I left him on my bench today. Yeah, so, so I mean. Yesterday. But, I mean. Sunday. Especially because Jerry Judy is such a good receiver, but, I mean. It does. It's. It. I mean, they said it doesn't look good at all for Jerry Judy, which yeah. is sad. I mean, Cortland Sutton's a really underrated receiver, but whenever he plays he's, decent, whenever he's your wide receiver one, that, you, you he's yeah. a flex option, not a one or a two. Um. So that's really all there's to say about yeah. that. And then Texans and Giants. Isn't that that's a pretty short one too? It's the Giants and Texans. I mean, the Giants G- are seven and two, so give them credit. Yeah, they've been playing very well. I do think they'll, you know, fizzle out a little bit coming yeah, up. Because I mean, the the only thing is that everyone has everyone's always said that if Saquon can stay healthy, he's he's a, he's one of the best running backs in the league. This which season, is true. Um, he had a really good game. Daniel Jones had a decent game. Um, Slayton had a good game. That's about it. Their defense was okay. Um, I mean, Damian Pierce, seventeen carries, ninety four yards. I mean, Davis yeah. almost had over three hundred yards passing. Which how does that happen? Yeah, that's a little surprising. They kind of got the ball around to, like, their nobody this team. Was, I mean, this was a game where it's like the Giants were, like, I mean, the Giants were, they played they played okay, and the Texans, I mean, they played okay. They just played a little bit worse. Yeah, so and that's all it is. I mean, there is a good question of what do the Texans do with Brandon Cooks? Um, they stripped him of his captain badge. Um, so I definitely think after this year he's gone. Why yeah. they wouldn't have just traded the poor guy? No, I have not. Um, it's ridiculous. They should have. This has been an issue. For, this has been an issue for a while. Brandon Cooks just hasn't really. He's good though. I mean, it's he, just he doesn't want to play for the Texans at all. Who wants so, to play for the Texans? Nobody. Honestly, I mean, it's, yeah, but I mean, overall, just Giants Texans. It's just an overall mediocre game to watch. Yeah. I mean, if you're a Giants fan, congrats. But I mean, you're not. That's yeah. yeah. Giants um, and Chiefs. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, Christian Kirk. That's, I mean, yeah, yeah Patrick Mahomes and, well, Mahomes had a pick, but three thirty one, four touchdowns. That's good. Isaiah um, Pacheco. I don't know. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Uh, he he had a good game on the ground, which is surprising because usually the running Chiefs running backs have absolutely sucked, except for yeah. the first few weeks when Edward Hilaire was popping off. I like Pacheco. Um, yeah, he he played good. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, decent game. Etn, very mid. Would have expected Which, more. Yeah, I mean, ETN's been having. I mean, they got rid of James Robinson because of how good ETN's playing. And then he just didn't no. play that well. So I mean, it was a little disappointing. Trevor Lawrence, twenty nine for forty two, fifty nine and two touchdowns. That's a good game. I mean, the the Jags, even though they're three and seven, they're they're all, better than a three and seven. Yeah, they're they're a lot better than a three and seventeen. But it's just that I mean, Christian Kirk, fantastic. Zay Jones, good game, great game. I mean, I think that, again. I think the Jags just have a few a few holes left to fill. Defense and offensive line. That's, I think, within the next one or two years, if they can figure out their defense a little bit, they'll, they'll be a good, they'll be mean, a pretty good team. As long as Urban Meyer doesn't come back, I have so much hope. Yeah, I mean, no kidding. The Chiefs, kidding. even without Tyreek, are still. Chiefs didn't need him. Chiefs didn't need him. Well, I think right now they want him. <laughs> well, you're I always mean, gonna want him. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, other than Travis Kelsey, they're. I mean, 
Marquez Valdez Scanling, three receptions, 60 yards. Kadarius Tony, four receptions, 57 yards. Tony has been decent since uh, they bought him over from the Giants. Um, I mean, but the thing is, is that, like, these guys are, I mean, they're getting good receptions and decent yardage. But, I mean, Tyreek was a guy where you'd come in, like, 10 receptions, 100 yards, like, almost like, every game. They, they definitely, I don't know. If they could go back in time, I think that they would still do what they did with him. So, I don't I mean, know. That's true. I mean, but you also look at all the, all the picks they got. I mean. That, 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 yeah. I think the Chiefs showed that they just got so many picks, and they're still 7-2. and two. So, they didn't need, they didn't need them. I mean, Patrick Mahomes, 26 for 35, which is, which is amazing. Yeah, that's good. 331, which is amazing. Four touchdowns and one interception, which is fantastic. I mean, Mahomes is just – anytime you start to doubt this guy, he just always proves what he's – That's Mahomes for him. He, I, the best, yeah. Allen's clo- is a close second. Mahomes is the best quarterback in the league. For sure. Year, no doubt in my mind. For sure. Saints, Steelers again, dude. Um, for, every, for every interesting game, there's always the mid game. Uh, there's – I don't even – honestly, Nettie – okay, so Alave had, didn't have a good game. Javon Johnson had a good game. Kamara sucked. Andy Dalton sucked. Nobody, uh, Najee had a decent game. Kenny Pickett had a good game on the ground. That's all there's to say, honestly. This this was a this was a classic clash of of suck a mediocre team versus a mediocre team, yeah. and the game is the more mediocre than the teams are. I mean, just I would have rather watch paint dry than watch honestly. This game. You know what? I I I might even rather watch the Eagles do what they did again. Than I, I definitely would have. I wish I would have watched that game last night because uh, it was very entertaining and I missed out on that one. Yeah. Um, but again, just a mid game. Cardinals, Rams. I mean, the Rams' definition of Super Bowl hangover. Nothing but I, disappointment coming from them. I, and it's, it's, it's sad to see because um, it's because everyone's hopes were so high. They got, they got Stafford his ring. He didn't even play this game. He was yeah, hurt. But, like, you, you got Stafford the ring that he's always been, that he, that he wanted. Mm-hmm. And then... You, you you come off the next season and your hopes are still high. I mean, Aaron Donald hasn't really played as well this season as what people were expecting. Yeah, well, the thing about him, you like you expect him to be the best. He's just been like top ten, so a little disappointing. But he's still playing good. I mean, he's still Aaron Donald, but I mean, he's still Aaron Donald. It's it's kind of like Aaron Rodgers. He's still a good quarterback, but this this season is just so disappointing compared to what we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, but look at the quarterback the quarterback battle. Colt McCoy, John Wolford. What what is football now? Yeah, um, we have we have yeah. quarterbacks getting as many rushing yards as passing yards. John Wolford versus Colt McCoy. Something I never thought I'd see in my life. The actually. Giants are the Giants are seven and two. The Eagles are eight and one. The Vikings are eight and one. Uh, eight and a- two, or seven and two. Are they seven? No. I think they have two losses because they they lost to the Eagles, and then I'm pretty sure they eight and one. No, yeah, they're eight and one. Are they eight and one? Okay. Well, well, let me let me let me just let me make sure you know we got um, yeah, they're eight and one. James Conner had, had a good game. Yeah. It, it just DeAndre Hopkins had a good game. So did Rondell Moore. Once again, it's kind of just battle of very. It's just, it's just the uh, NFC West. That's kind of what it is. Yeah, it, it's just the NFC West. Nothing. This nothing was about. a great week of football because of like there was like three or four games that were just insane to watch. I mean, Bills Vikings. Browns Dolphins was entertaining to watch that game. Lions Bears was a good game. Yeah, I mean there there's a lot of really entertaining games, but for all the entertaining games, there were so many just mediocre, very skippable games. Yeah, just like nothing, nothing happened. I mean that's it. Um, so moving on to our segment, what the football? Um, yeah, I love what the football. People or whoever had very bad games. So obviously, yeah. the first one's the Eagles. 
Um, we already talked a lot about it when they first popped up in our Run the Table board, or in our Run the Table segment. So, I mean, but, I mean, just, yeah. I mean, there's not much else to say other than, like, you can't, you just can't do that. Especially against the Commanders. You can't be 8 and 0 in your, in your home stadium against the division rival and then just perform the way that they perform. It's just. It's just something that you can't have. Now, grant, yeah, granted, we have we have t- talked a lot about it. It's just like Eagles. What the football, man? <laughs> How yep. on earth? It's like it's not not even against a, like a great team against the Commanders. Taylor Heineke. Yeah, it'd be but, different if it was against like yeah, Bills, the Vikings, somebody like that. Yeah, but, but Commanders. That should have never happened. I mean, and then I mean, still on the Eagles, AJ Brown. He. So hold on, I'm pulling up his stats real quick. I think I remember. He had one catch for like seven yards. I believe yeah, I think yeah, no, I think you're right. Hold on. He yes, he had one catch for seven yards. That is absolutely terrible. You have to find a way to get him involved. They've been they have been getting him really involved as of late, but for whatever reason this week he just couldn't get open I mean, at all. He they he got traded from the Titans because he kept he kept telling everyone he's like, I'm the franchise wide receiver, you gotta pay me big money, I can produce. And then he comes to the Eagles and he, he does proves, that. Yeah, he proves that for the throughout the first but, eight weeks. But, but here's the thing. Whenever you, if you're wanting to prove yourself as a week-by-week franchise wide receiver like Justin Jefferson's doing, like I would say Jamar Chase has been doing, mm-hmm. you cannot, especially in a game, a division rival, you know, like the whole Eagles team just kind of fell apart. But if you're supposed to be the franchise wide receiver, one catch for seven yards, you, you, you can't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I mean, I understand every receiver's going to have a down game. You, you can't hold him to, like, a standard where they'll be perfect every game. Even Jay Jettis has had a down game this mm-hmm. year. Yeah. One catch for seven yards, it sounds like you just got pulled off from the practice squad. Yeah, exactly. Not like you're a franchise wide exactly. receiver. So, uh, I mean, just, just uh, unbelievable. And then, of course, <sighs> Josh Allen. Goal line, Josh Allen. He, um, let, let's look at his stats. Because that was... I don't think statistically he had as bad as a game as no yeah I think but I th- it, situationally yeah terrible I I, terrible. Th- I think people are making the game out like making Josh Allen out to be like he played a lot worse they're making the I think I mean I think even we are making the Bills out to be a lot worse than what they were mm-hmm. yeah. the Vikings are seven and one the Bills coming off a loss from I, Jets it's not it's not the fact that they lost it it's how they lost it yeah the lead giving like the goal line situation stuff like that. Um, just disappointing from this team, but yeah. it's one loss against a good team. Now they are coming off a two-loss stretch against the Jets in another close game where Josh Allen actually played even worse. So he he's kind of had like a actually sort of a three-game stretch dating back yeah. to Green Bay on Halloween or the day before Halloween um, of just he hasn't been playing playing good at all really. I mean, but. I mean, he did. He did have eighty-four yards on the ground. I mean, he's still. He's always going to pick up yards yeah, on the he, ground. He, he, he always is. He wasn't. Like it, it wasn't as bad as what people can make it out to be, but it's just like you said, the situation. If you're going to be a bad quarterback, you can't be bad on the goal line with like an in crunch time. The fumble on the goal line is the biggest thing that threw the game. It is for the Vikings. I mean, so Bills. I mean, you, you, again, seventeen point lead at the half you, you the to lose the lead and then to lose it the way that you lost it now i'm still not concerned about the bills yeah no there's, i don't think there, there's definitely no reason to be concerned about them i still think they will 100 percent make the playoffs um but it's just a little disappointing granted i will say this though 
They face Cleveland Browns next week. I think that should be a stomp fest. I think they should absolutely destroy the Browns. If Cleveland beats the Bills, then I think red flags yeah. should start to, to go up. Because, again, you know, the same thing, the reason why the Eagles game was so bad was because they lost to the Commanders. That's why this is so big, because they lost such an easy, what should have been an easy game to win. The Bills lost to a good team. If you Next week, you lost to the Jets, then you lose to the Vikings. If you lose to the Browns, then it's kind of like, okay, let, yeah, let's let's try yeah. to stop and figure out what's going on, what's, what's happening. Because, I mean, Bills now super, went from Super Bowl contenders to third in the division. Yeah. And now the AFC East is so wide open. Very wide open. The only team that's probably not going to be in contention to take the AFC the East Patriots. Is, is the Patriots. But they're still above 500. They still right. have playoff hope. I mean, so. But, so, so, but, like, so Josh Allen... The man from the MVP candidate, like an MVP candidate, to being called goal line Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I honestly don't know who you, who you would consider to be the MVP right now. I couldn't tell you because no. Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, who were both favorites three weeks ago, are now coming in and yeah, really cold. They've been really cold recently. I mean, Lamar's been having a pretty decent season. He's been. He's. I don't know if he's MVP. MVP. No. Give it to Justin Fields. Okay. <laughs> just, for, just, just for his running ability, just, sure. just because I mean, man, the play against the Lions where he just like was dodging anyone and everyone running at him. That was insane. Give it, yeah, give this an MVP. But I mean, next up, Brady as a receiver, um, putting a forty-five or whatever year old man on as a receiver, um, and on Tariq Woolen. Tariq Woolen is the one who's covering him. Um, dude's six four. He ran like a four three at the combine he's insane athlete putting like one of the best athlete or if not actually the best athlete in the nfl at the cornerback position on tom brady as a receiver that was absolutely insane i did my question is i'm looking at right now tom brady's 40 yard dash time was 5.17 really and in today's nfl there are centers and O linemen. I think every center in O linemen are getting faster than are that. getting under five. Yeah, this is this like one of the slowest men I have ever mm-hmm. seen on this planet. Mm-hmm. And you put him up against one of the best cornerbacks that we've seen in a long. T- I mean, by far one of the most athletic cornerbacks we've seen in a long. Definitely, time. he he is in contention for defense for the year. My question is, he's been really good. He ran a five point one seven in his twenties. Yeah, so he probably run like a, a five five now. Five, I don't know. That man. Well, I don't know. Actually, twenty years passed. This man, twenty years, years but this he's in like six five. He's in amazing shape, like with his TB twelve, like his stupid diet and stuff. He might actually run faster, but um, it didn't show on the field because he, he stumbled and yeah, because he's old man. Um, I mean, you gotta give. I mean, that was the wide receiver cornerback duel of the century. It was. That was very entertaining to watch. I, I mean, I will say that Tariq Woolen is a bit lucky because if Tom Brady would have made the catch, that would have been catch of the century. Yeah, he, yeah. I think he tweeted um, something like, if I didn't trip, there would have been Randy over the top for six, talking about <laughs> Randy Moss's, one of his Moss catches yeah. that he had. Um, <laughs> even if Brady didn't trip, Tariq Woolen would have absolutely yeah, there was no way destroyed Brady. There was no way catching that ball. Yeah, no, no I way. I don't know what, Brian, what Byron Leftwich was thinking. It's like, I mean... They're, they're just trying to make something happen. I mean, I, mean, I think I think they they had a feeling that something bad was going to happen with Josh Allen. So they wanted to throw all the making the jokes on the Tom Brady, because I mean, you fumble the ball on the goal line and lose the game, but everyone's like, why would Tom Brady play wide receiver against Tariq? They might have just done it for entertainment because it was against the Seahawks. They actually that was a decently competitive game. 
in Germany um, with some of the greatest fans in, of football I've ever seen. Yeah. Singing yeah. Country Road. I mean, just just an overall. I mean, we're saying what the football, but this one's more just like this was the whole game was was so was so like so in, like entertaining. It was actually entertaining, especially because of the people in Munich. And then um, putting on a show. Tom yeah, Brady showed up. Tom Brady played wide receiver. It just was a cherry on top. And then this one, I think, I think they're the most disappointing team yeah. of the season. And there's that's really it. I mean, they bring in Chandler Jones, um, prolific Ed, pro, prolific. I can't say that word. Ed Rusher from prolific. Yes, from um, the Cardinals. They bring in Devontae Adams. That's their biggest addition. And they just two wins. Out of this schedule, that's that's insane. It's just to, to me, what's crazy, what's even crazier about all this is that you hired Josh McDaniels, who's one of like, a brilliant offensive-minded coach. Mm-hmm. Like again, he can't, he's coming from under Belichick, and a lot of the times, if you came from under Belichick, you're not as good as you know, like you kind of tend to take a dip. A great offensive-minded coach, Devontae Adams has been having a really good season. Mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs has been having a really good season, mm-hmm. but for some some reason you still just can't put it together now i don't and i they just can't put it together i and think i think the raiders are going to have to take a quarterback and reassess what they're going to what like what their future plans are because you traded to get Devonte adams and you've done absolutely nothing with it yeah extremely disappointing um it's weird though because like looking at their schedule um the first three games were very competitive they went to ot against the cardinals lost to the chargers and lost to the titans those are all teams 50-50, makes sense that they lose. Then they beat the Broncos, makes sense. Then they only lost by one point to the Chiefs. Then they stopped, yeah. they stopped the Texans. But then, for whatever reason, on the day before Halloween, they they put up donuts on the board. 0-24 to against the Saints. Ever since then, they've been absolutely horrible. Yeah. Losing to the Jags and then getting stomped by Jeff Saturday um, a month after he tweeted that they sucked. You beat them like that. That's, that's terrible. I mean, if if I'm never, I don't know why the Raiders would would secure McDaniel's job for so long. Now, granted, it might pay off in the end. McDaniel's came in and like everyone's hopes got so high. I think mm-hmm. that's what makes it so disappointing. Isn't that how the teams performed? It's that this team had all of the makings to be, and, and they still do because they have a good roster on paper. Yeah, they I do. Mean, they have a really good roster on paper. You get Chandler Jones, and you're you're trying to stack up your defense. Mm-hmm. Matthew Judon himself mm-hmm. has more sacks this season than the entire Raiders defense does. Yeah, the Raiders defense, I don't know what's going on with them because they have they have really good young players. Um, Trayvon Moerg in the secondary, um, Max Crosby, Chandler yeah. Jones. They have good talent, but just they can't put it together, and that usually falls on coaching. Yeah. So they need some coaching changes. Um, I do think it would probably be a little too early to cut McDaniels. Year one head coach. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't. But I, they they need some coordinators in the building. Yeah. They need some new offensive and defensive assistants that just put put in some different knowledge in there because whatever they're doing is not working at all, and they need to figure it out now. Or season is crazy. I, I I definitely don't think you fire McDaniel's this year, but they secured his job through the entirety of next year too. I think promising him next year is a little too much because if yeah if they start the season out like this again. I don't, he should be fired. Yeah, I mean, but well, it, it, that's that with the Raiders. It's been really disappointing this season, but I think now we're looking more towards can they fix it come next season. Yeah, I think I I I don't want to say the season's just over yet. I know that they're two and seven, but I think like they play the Seahawks and the Chargers and the Rams. So I think if they could pick up wins with this against the Seahawks and Chargers, and then they also play the Steelers, if they could pick up those three, I think they're like 
I think they could reach seven wins max, which obviously that's not, not playoff worthy, but I don't think that they'll end up with only two wins on the season like they have yeah, now. Yeah, they, they definitely won't. Um, I, mean, I hope that they won't. But, I mean, the way they've been playing, I wouldn't be surprised if they don't win another game. I mean, now I, really now I think that they'll I think they'll probably end up beating the Rams. I think they might beat the Steelers. Yep, Rams-Steelers. I think Rams and Steelers, if they lose those two games, that is yeah, then embarrassing. It's extremely it's, embarrassing. It's just been a, a super disappointing season. They actually have a decently hard schedule coming up. Um, Broncos suck, so they actually should beat the Broncos. But the Chargers are competitive. Patriots are competitive with really good defense. Niners, good team. Chiefs, good team. Seahawks I mean, have been playing well, so. So like definitely, definitely a really hard schedule. I mean, I think the AFC West people just kind of assumed that they were going to be. Uh, I I mean myself included. I really yeah. thought that the AFC West was gonna 